and welcome to the Taganda Talk Line podcast. My name's Hunter. Uh, I'm Jared. Um, this is our pilot episode. Yes. It's the first one. It is. So, Taganda comes from a name for something that we came... Well, actually, you know what? Well, we'll start from the very beginning. Yes. Imagine it's a summer evening. It's a Saturday in July. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was in July. And we are playing basketball at the middle school. Yes, on the of little, all places. The little court. Play. The sun was in our eyes. It was really hot. It was a pretty bad time of day to play basketball. Yeah. Um, and after a while, we got bored of basketball because it was a bad circumstance. It was yeah. not conducive to basketball. And Jared and I were... We're on the swing set. Yeah, that's right. A friend of ours was on a phone call for quite a long time. Dang. So after a while, we got bored. Yep. And we started thinking about kind of how playgrounds are like fun for all ages. And what would be a kind of playground-esque theme park yeah. that anyone could go to. Well, yeah. I had an idea. I'd been uh, going longboarding when I was at college with my roommate and I got tired of having to go uphill, which is not a, a new thing to get tired of, but I had the idea of it would be like a, a skiing resort, but it's for longboarding basically. So there's a chairlift at the end that you can go back up to the top and then ski down. There are different courses and it's like on the side of a mountain. There are different routes you can do. Yeah, and then from there, it kind of evolved into what it is kind of in our minds now as this big skate park and kind of jungle gym right. combination. And we needed a name for it. Yes. We were brainstorming things, and Jared, of all things, said, tug on this dick. Yes. Tug on this dick was his a name. Very eloquent saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we hadn't come up with anything better. Because eventually we shortened it to Taganda. Like he's tug on dis stick. He changed the dis to du, dus. And then take off the S and it's Taganda. Yeah. And we stuck with that name. It's a hasn't, great name. Hasn't become anything until now. No. Um, but the idea for the skate park was pretty cool. Yeah, so I think we should probably just start fresh. Yeah. And kind okay. of go for an overarching idea. That's fair. So, would, how does a ski resort work? It's on the side of a mountain most of the time. Probably all the time, actually. It's on the side yeah, of a mountain. Yeah, most of the time. But we don't have to make it like kind no. of well, but like I'm a ski it's, thing. It's all on a on a decline. Yes. It all has to be. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a chairlift, maybe a couple, to take you up to the top, or at least halfway up the top. And there are... Uh, cleared routes down the mountain that you can go down and it's not like one particular path that you have to adhere to like each route too has space for you to move their places to go so the thinking was the same thing but for skateboarding yeah I don't think it'd be it wouldn't be like as high as a mountain would be because mm -hmm. unlike skis when you're riding on a skateboard or a longboard that kind of stuff you can push yourself so you have you can just kind of go on flat ground like skis it's really hard to kind of like yeah that's true move forward so you could definitely have like a chairlift thing to maybe 
kind of this higher up area where you have high ramps or those little like kind of bowls yep and like kind of half semicircle long tunnels yeah that you can do tricks oh you're talking about yeah i feel like skis you don't um you have to be on a steeper incline to gain to have mm-hmm. the same acceleration as you would on a skateboard it's just more friction on skis yeah so yeah it could be not as steep but it would be longer yeah so you can go for you don't have to you know you're not limited to go for like 10 seconds before you reach the bottom basically i don't think many people would want to bomb down a hill no as a on a longboard no you want to like cruise down yeah. i mean there you there would be places where you could get speed so i'm thinking it could be done indoor since the ground is going to be probably wood like a skate park or concrete or something yeah so i think what what we can do first is probably develop what we want to exist yeah and then we can basically build the shell and then put everything in yeah yeah so let's start with that so i'm imagining uh, a really long like one percent grade basically mm-hmm. i kind of on average so if you imagine uh a really long wide slightly angled surface so since it's really long the, the small grade will eventually amount to a, a pretty significant elevation and there will be sections that you can go down you know the the small grade the not steep surface for a long time or there'll be sections that are cut out and reach the bottom elevation faster uh because they're steeper so there's less time but it's more speed basically there are different options between those two as well yeah i think another good idea is maybe have like you said you can have two kind of like rectangles each have a different kind of grade where one is mainly kind of flat the other one's more kind of angled so you that's one where you can get speed and do tricks like you'll have different places to do tricks like rails different ramps that kind of stuff all along those rectangles but the one where you can really go fast and pick up speed towards the end yeah well i mean you don't even want to limit it to two you know what i mean well we can add as many as we can but yeah it's gonna be a little hard if it's too big well what you could do is instead of starting with the entire uh the entire park and then sectioning it off like that you could just start by thinking of each pathway that you want to have each primary pathway and then just connecting them all at the end we could do it like uh one famous park in florida what's that uh gadget kingdom mm. yeah they uh, have yeah. a bunch of different separate areas so Sydney you do something like that yeah yeah so i guess we could have one area is just all skate parks and that kind of stuff where like you said we can have oh, kind of like like bowls and rails mm-hmm. and bowls like so up kind of again the bigger larger area yep you have those different grades like you wanted yeah then you could have like another small ski lift type of thing to carry you up to not really a high elevation but high to where you get those big drop-in ramps right, yeah. all those bowls and that kind of stuff so you should be able to from the top be like i want to go over here to the not steep section mm-hmm. i want to go to the cruising part where it's like long twisty not terribly twisty obviously mm-hmm. but like you get to kind of eat around curves a mm-hmm. little bit yeah and or you can you know go a couple feet over and like now i can go down this part with the big steep drops like the half pipes and stuff like yeah that. Or even, like, technical terrain, if you were that adventurous. If you had one of those boards with the fat-ass wheels, and you're like, want to go down some slick rock or something. Yeah, you could do that. Again, there'd be, like, warnings and stuff for yeah. that. But, so, go ahead. 
it could be a circle. So imagine like, you know, traffic cones but that aren't cones. They're just like discs that uh, like have a higher elevation in the center, basically. It looks like... Like um, little soccer cones? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like the straw hat ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine the whole park is shaped like that. And there are four chairlifts going up on the four, mm-hmm. like a 0, 90, 180, and 270 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then each quarter, I mean, it has, doesn't have to be perfectly subdivided like that, but each section is a different type of, uh, different type of terrain or a different type of place to ride, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like one section is <clears throat> really long, like it kind of is, uh, you know, narrow, long, not that steep pathways. You know how, um, in canyons and stuff, when they have roads go up to avoid going straight up the steep terrain, they do switchbacks. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like you could have switchbacks down the side of the, uh, what is that shape called? The cone? The cone, sure. We'll stick with the sock. A cone, cone cut with the, its top the off. The conic section. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could be doing switchbacks down like a nice narrow asphalt pathway. Not a care in the world. You could uh, go to one section where it's half pipes of varying curve radiuses. Or radii, excuse me. Like there could be ones that, you know are really steep for a long time and then immediately flatten out or you know smoother curves you could have a bowl that you could drop into from the top yeah those are all interesting yeah there are probably some cool features you could add into a conic section that we can't visualize that you'd probably only be able to figure out if you're there you know what i mean yeah so by the geometry of the mm -hmm. yeah so is that kind of good for now in terms of the skate park area of it? Yeah, that's enough. Well, you got to think about how would the chairlift work with skating? I assume it would just, just a, be a, a normal chairlift. Yeah. Like there, there's chairlifts for water parks even. Yes. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so you just sit like two, three people and you hold mm. your board and hopefully it's not a terribly long ride up to the top. Kind of a board lift. A board lift? Mm-hmm. You could just carry your board in your hand. Longboards are max like ten pounds. Those are that's how heavy one. Maybe fifteen actually, but yeah, it's not like a, it's not a Herculean task to hold it in your arms for a couple minutes. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Some people may not want to do that. More the the finer the finer guests that are established. Ah, uh, yeah, the uh, might need to be catered. The to. upper class skaters. Yes. What have you? So what have the the tur- the platform underneath the chairlift was asphalt and you could hold your skateboard between your legs <laughs> and have the two front wheels sit on the asphalt rolling in front of you as you get pulled up Ooh! so you have to hold a little bit less weight than holding the whole thing in your arms i don't know maybe you should just be kind of like strapped in like a backpack and you have to grind a rail all the way up to the top <laughs> you have to be sick to even enter the park yeah there's a requirement. So you said door. that's enough for the skating. Do you have other ideas for what? Well, to... yeah. I mean, we were gonna also add the, the jungle gym aspect of it. Uh, I remember I was talking about that that time when we came up with it, but I don't remember anymore. So you have to re. Well, I think up. we can kind of reestablish it now. Okay. Well, but what <clears> was it? Where you must have something in mind. I think it was more of like imagining, the whittle equipment. Okay. But as an adult. If whittle equipment is not something that you understand, it's like, imagine playground equipment made of, uh, 
It was like kind of like a touring Loose, playground. Loosely welded metal frames and wooden planks. Yeah, like every yeah. year in elementary school for like a week, it would be like rented out to different schools right. in the area. Yep. And so whenever it came, it was like massive monkey bars, um, huge just like indoor equipment that you like just as a kid me remembering it it was massive like maybe yeah. 20 well, feet in the air and in, in elementary school you were a, a lot smaller than you are now i don't know maybe i was five so four it, it probably wasn't <laughs> it probably wasn't colossal equipment but nevertheless it's uh not conventional playground stuff and it was fun so if you imagine adults climbing on adult playground equipment i mean i think of it now trampoline parks They've kind of taken off. Yeah. but So I think maybe something like that where you can climb climb different equipment, go down like different rope bridges into another area. You just have like monkey bars over a chasm of foam. I got you. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I think from an aesthetic standpoint... Um, the to it would be cool to have it look the same way that the whittle equipment looked, which was, you know, haphazardly assembled metal and wood. Yeah, I think it'd be easy to pull off. You can probably color like you can probably like paint or color yep. like different foam and just put it over the metal. Yep. And just have it look like it's mislabeled and stuff like that. But yeah, but I mean, it, and it's not even like. When you see monkey bars at a playground, it's clear that these were built to be monkey bars. Whereas, yeah, the whittle equipment felt like it felt like a scaffolding that you were. Yeah, it to was climb like on. it was. You could you could think it was monkey bars, yeah. or it could just be support beams holding right. this massive structure up. Yeah, it could just be the the ceiling of a small room. Yeah, which I think a lot of the times, it really just was like just metal bars. Yeah, but haphazardly a, welded together. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But just as a kid, it's like, oh, big structure, right, yeah. I go climb. But it's fun. And I think the fun part is that it's it doesn't look like it's meant to be climbed, so finding ways to climb on it is mm -hmm. the fun And I part. think that also would draw a lot of people. Like, you see all the people who, like, climb buildings and stand on the edge. Yeah. And climb towers like that. Yep. Where it's finding ways to overcome or, like, get up this obstacle right. that you essentially aren't necessarily supposed to get up yeah so i think maybe designing it like that where it's kind of a challenge to go like and reach the top of this thing or this kind of obstacle course-esque jungle gym yep to say that oh you did it and it's different ways yeah. of finding like how to get up there like, right with so, a typical obstacle course it's like you start here and then you here's the here. path and you yeah. end there. Here's the five things in order that you have to... Yeah, with this, it's like... Here's yeah. like a line that's maybe like 20 feet wide. You can yep. start anywhere and just go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that requires them that the thing be designed to have a bunch of different ways to get around or through it or up it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it I would, think that'd be possible. Oh, of course. It would have to be a big structure with a lot of pieces. Mm -hmm. But that's the goal. Is to have something really mm -hmm. huge and complicated that you can and I think climb over to to at least care for safety. Yeah, 
you would probably just have the entire floor of where the structure is and maybe 10 feet out from the from a point yeah just all be like that foam like block pit kind of stuff and then make sure like nothing ever overhangs something else yeah so like say you fall off you're not going to land on something before you land on foam yeah so like everything everything like exists just by itself with nothing above it and nothing below it besides the floor well i disagree because i think the risk for falling off of every part shouldn't be huge. You know, there should be a lot of parts where you can comfortably stand. Yeah, it's but I'm like saying walking like... walking on bars and things. I mean, yeah, that's part of it, but I don't think that... It, you know, because if you have... Uh, if you want to not obstruct the fall, so to speak, of a person climbing on something and not have anything underneath them or above them, then that makes the whole structure have to be really wide and not very tall, I feel like. Well, I think you could also plan it better where it, it probably, like, you can have stuff. Like, maybe it's, um, there's, like, a tube where you could either crawl through, monkey bar under, or walk over. But then there's maybe another structure that's maybe eight feet higher above that tube that you can probably, like, climb up onto. Like, yeah. maybe it's just a plank. Yep. Where if you fall off that plank, it's going to be hard for you to fall and then hit that tube. Yes. So stuff like that, I think, is possible. Or maybe have, like, for example, someone falls onto, like, a rope ceiling. Okay. On, like, a bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So you could have on elements or obstacles that are particularly dangerous or ones that you're likely to fall off of when you go on. They could be sort of isolated and have their own isolated place to land mm -hmm. like you said like a rope or a, a big net kind of yep you could probably leaning towards the like traditional obstacle course of start here go through one two three four five and reach the end yep you could do something where it's like start here and then it's kind of bottles you bottlenecks you to one point and then it kind of widens again and then it kind of like is a repeating hourglass type of thing where like oh. you start here and it's broad. Yeah. But then everyone reaches this one really difficult obstacle. Once you pass that, then you're back open to getting anywhere you want, like doing whatever you want to get to the next big obstacle. Oh, wow. And then it's broad until you reach the final obstacle to the end. So it would be like a caterpillar sort of? Kinda. More of like arrows pointing into themselves. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Where it's 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 broad, it's but it's, this, but it would still be linear then, is what you're saying. Yeah, but it it doesn't have to be linear. But that's just like one way to kind of think about it in that kind of sense. A way just to visualize mm -hmm. how the progression works. Yeah, like how if you were to start at one place, where you would go, and how mm -hmm. the people would be moving, like as a as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then you could also do, like, that's just one way. Like, another way is, like, you've seen kind of those big jungle gyms in, like, I think, like, Chuck E. Cheese or something, where it's, like, <laughs> a big tower, but then there's, like, different areas, like, you have to climb up the tower, where it's hard to physically fall down it. Yeah. Because you have to climb up, but you could have, like, a big rectangular structure, and then, like, have a way for you to get up to, like, the next level, and each level has, like, a difficulty but it's hard for you to physically fall down the entire tower. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, there's so many possibilities. It could be anything. 
truly endless. Yeah, really. I had a dream, I remember, a couple years ago of a playground that for grown-ups that was made of, like, I mean, it's kind of a childlike comparison, but it was made of, like, parts from a junkyard. Mm -hmm. Like, you could climb through AC ducts. I think that's any kid's dream. Yeah. Um, and I think with some clever construction, you could put together something that looks at least like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, theme-wise, theme you could literally do anything. Oh, yeah. Because you could literally ask a kid and be like, hey, think of a jungle gym. And then I give them crayons in, like, 30 yep. minutes. Yep. And then, boom, you have million-dollar ideas. So, the, yeah, I was going to... That kind of leads me into what I was going to say is... What are some elements that a playground could have that, you know, any traditional playground in the country, like at a park or anything, you would never have ever that hmm. you can incorporate? That would into. never have. I was thinking something with water. Water is yeah. definitely a good idea. I don't see many difficult, like, bridge aspects. Okay. Like, there's definitely bridges. Yep. But it's, it's basically just a flat plane. Maybe it bends a bit. Yeah, But yeah. nothing like a traditional massive rope bridge. Okay, like an Indiana Jones type mm -hmm. of rope bridge. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, moving parts. Moving parts, that's a good one. Terrifying. Yep, like, dangerous because the kid could get trapped. Imagine like a, a climbing, not a climbing wall, but a climbing frame. A metal frame mm -hmm. that's like a cone pointing upwards and it's revolving about its center and you have to get up to the top. Different sections of the cone revolve independently. Oh my good god. Yeah. Another thing you could do is... No, that would be... You would get ripped apart if you were not careful in there. If you were on the bottom section that was rotating one direction and you put your hands on the other section, you would get ripped open. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't try to make it so... That would happen. You'd probably be going... Oh, like really slow relation. Slow relatively, but you could be like... It could just be like pegs. Where it's like, there's no way for you to like... Even if your body starts going... Yeah. Eventually, you're just gonna... Your body's just gonna like lean and just go and fall. Yeah. It's not gonna be something where it's like you're standing in a little hole... And your body can't move. Yeah. And then, yeah, you'd get ripped in half. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like, five revolutions per minute, maybe, maximum? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could obviously test it, but I think uh, the speed really depends on what the obstacles are on the cone itself. Yes. So it does, you're right. Kind of thinking what's there could really differ. Yeah. But another thing that I was thinking is maybe more of, like, puzzle-esque things, where okay. you have to... You have to kind of think about, again, relating to moving parts, you have the ability to move parts together mm -hmm. to make a path, but then you have to, like, commit to your path. Okay. So you have to think about, like, where are these parts going to go or where are you going to go, like, on a different set path. Yeah. And then maybe you can, along the way, you can change the path for yourself or maybe someone else. Did you ever play Mario Party in the DS? No. Okay, so one of the uh, mini-game modes was called Rocket Rascals. And the way it was set up is each of the four players are on a corner of a grid, and you want to all get to the center. And each turn, 
everybody plays a mini game and the winner gets a piece of a bridge that fits into a space on the grid. So it could be like the playground could be like people start at four corners of a grid. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfectly laid out like a grid, but you know, a, a space with designated sections and the sections are like pathways that connect and disconnect. Or you can you can maybe move them around too. You could also do something like kind of rock wall esque, where there's different elements that you're holding on to, but a, someone could push a button and those elements could now spin freely. Yeah. So you're holding on to something, and you got it, and now that thing can spin, and now your hand is gone. <laughs> and then boom, you fall off. That's scary. So there would definitely be a. a our net underneath this obstacle for sure no flat concrete okay yeah it would be the skate park underneath it yeah and the people would fall and get then you have a destroyed. new obstacle exactly yeah. yeah and you got oil slicks yeah yeah there should be like a a waiver and like a test you have to pass to participate oh there's there's gonna be so many waivers to get into this park to go to the taganda climbing park this park will probably have days since last accident instead of days with accident ah uh, yeah gotcha well that's what it is mostly isn't it, isn't it days like, it's days without an accident it'll always be a single digit number yeah probably i'm expecting well no but if you if people I think, that are yeah i think it depends on people really coming to terms with what they can do yes like obviously you're going to be able to judge yourself but at some point, someone's going to be like, yeah, you're not going to be able to do this. Or at least you're going to injure yourself or someone else. Well, who's going to who's gonna decide that? No, I mean, we can... You should have to be physically evaluated to go there. Yeah. And it's, it's not like an enormous bar. You just have to be able to climb on things, I mm -hmm. guess. Not like, you know, Alex Honnold climbing up... A mountain face for three hours straight enduring yeah, but I ridiculous think, pain but you have to be in at least decent shape that you can you can probably have like some sort of again test course yeah test thing where you can have like a normal skate parks and that kind of stuff for yes. like younger kids yeah. normal jungle gyms but then you can have like the actual test area mm. where you could have a test skate park to see like if you're good enough to even deal with the ones that are more advanced yeah that have the chairlifts and all that right, right, right. and then there'd be like test jungle gym areas where again it's not really going to test you it's not going to test you physically much mm -hmm. but it's probably going to be more of a test of like if you understand how to do things yeah the coordination and mm -hmm. you can because again it's like some of them some of the stuff even with the skate park or the jungle gym it might not be that physically demanding, but it's going to be where it's like, if you're, if you're really acting dumb and you're not paying attention, yeah. then you could get your yourself hurt or someone else. Yeah. So you would have to, you have to be competent in that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably would be the real test. Yeah. So I just have this idea right now. Ready? Yeah. Hear me out. So there's the soccer cone, which is the skating park. Mm -hmm. And then underneath it, in a room with a soccer cone-shaped roof is the climbing gym. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. And then you, like, the very, very top of the climbing gym sticks out through the central hole in the soccer cone. Mm -hmm. And you actually can look 
down on the entire skate park. But it should be a really challenging obstacle to get to. Yeah, like the only way to get up there yeah. is to go through. What do you mean? Like the only way, like you could put something up there, like maybe you put like a, a restaurant. <laughs> like a food truck. Like a space needle, the restaurant on top. Mm-hmm. Like that, and you like hire Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and like he will cook you food. But the only way to get there is to make it through the gauntlet of the jungle gym. Yeah, yeah. And the only way to get to the jungle gym is you have to go down this, the skate park. No, I think they should be two. You can enter the two parks separately, but they're both contained in the Taganda brand. Okay. Or the Taganda property, so to speak. That sounds good. Yeah, I think so. You could have like a Taganda adventure pass where... Uh, you can go to both. Yeah, an employee yeah. kind of takes you on a little adventure where you go kind of through the skate park and then into the jungle gym. Yeah, there could be a little railway connecting mm -hmm. the whole thing. There could be, actually. I had this idea a couple of years ago for an urban transportation system. So if you imagine... You know they have roller coasters that hang from the track? Yeah, like it's the but, rails on top and the people on Exactly, yeah. So if you imagine that track and then there are uh like smaller cars, but it's it's they don't support seats. They just support uh T bars like chairless. So it's two platforms like this. I guess you can't see it if you're listening to the podcast. But if you imagine a T bar like on a chairlift. So it's like there's you know six or seven of them on a on a car. They're all a couple feet apart from each other and then a person can stand on each leg of the of each tee so it can you know if it has seven tees 14 people can stand on it and oh, you just stand and then hold on saying. hold on to so the... it's like standing on a train yeah basically yeah, yeah yeah so it would be like a roller coaster track and a train that comes to a station you stand on a bar which could be a small platform too you could also have like a backpack kind of thing yeah you get harnessed in yeah yeah that would be safe so you could like it's not really seats yeah but it's again it's standing but it's able for you to kind of put more people in and then kind of go. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> this park would be a combination of all the things that we would get to do as professional civil engineers, basically. Yes. Which is, you know, use surveying knowledge to design these, oh, yeah. these skating ramps, you know, figure out the exact grade in the area and qualify it for a good skating experience. Definitely have like maybe some uh, kind of, planning out in the efficiency of the roadways yes. with that underground yeah. transport car. Yep. And then obviously structural. The building, the whole jungle gym, a huge metal assembly mm -hmm. would have to be structurally evaluated, especially if people are swinging or moving around these parts. You know, you have mm -hmm. dynamic loads so you'd have to... It would be like a really challenging problem. It'd be a very interesting problem. Yeah, it would. And it would be a perfect application of all the things we've learned. Mm -hmm. Studying civil engineering, which you study, I guess. Yeah, that, you could say that. Yeah, perhaps. So, uh, let us know in the comments <laughs> if you would go to the Taganda Adventure Park. Yeah, let us know. Or if you have anything else to add. Yeah. I guess. Or if you would provide 100000 in capital. Yes. So we can at least... What would you be willing to pay to go to this park? <laughs> no, I'm saying so we can secure the property and start developing Well, it. I mean, yeah, but I mean, we have to also think about ticket prices. Would this be, like, isolated? Would it be far away? Would it be, like, Disney World, um, Sydney World, where they, uh, you know, bought a whole county in, in Florida and uh, separated it from, like, the police department and everything? Or would it be, like, in Sydney World in California, Sydney Land, where they... Mm -hmm. It's right in the middle of Anaheim. 
Um, I think it depends on the size. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think so. If you want to be able to skate downhill for at least five minutes on the side of a soccer cone, it has to be pretty big. Skating down straight for five minutes? No. It would be switchbacks. I don't know. So, I would... If I'd want it to be as fun as going uh, longboarding in real life on real streets, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd want to be able to go for maybe up to 10 minutes without even stopping once just downhill. Yeah, I think it... I've never gone downhill for more than 10 minutes. People do that, but that's pretty Mm -hmm. excessive, I think. Well, tell us what you think. How tall this thing could be in theory. How wide? How voluminous? How thick? Uh, Especially if you'd want to have the... So, would the base of the soccer cone be at the ground level? So that the the climbing gym inside it would have to be dug underground. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think you could build, you couldn't put the soccer cone on top of like a cylindrical building, because then you get to the bottom and the edge is just the edge of the cylinder. Unless you have like a pathway going around the edge of the top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it could be a gigantic urban building. It could be. I don't think there would be any. I don't think that would be allowable whatsoever. Oh, yeah. We're, we're definitely... We need enough money to break the law. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine what kind of licensure you would need to have to allow people to go skateboarding on a rooftop in a city. I don't even know if that exists. I, it can't. Well, the space you need is so big. And the risk that that could pose, I think. Yeah. Regardless of how real that risk is. Like, there's always the possibility that somebody could... Have a bad day at Taganda and skate off the roof of like a skyscraper <laughs> or something. Which is not ideal. Who knows? Who knows? All right, before we finish, uh, I want to bring up a segment I think we're going to make regular called... Hopefully. Making up a new word. Making S- up a new word or defining... Yeah. Adding new words to the English language. Yes. Is ultimately what's happening. So, I'm going to start out with... A concept that doesn't have a word and the concept is when you are using your phone but you're it's charging and you're using something that uses battery at the same rate that it's charging so the battery doesn't change at all huh so you need a verb like I'm my phone is blanking right now or I'm blanking with my phone so I was thinking you could combine like a word that means middle or like not changing permanent like medi, you know what I mean? Hmm. hmm this is right. Hmm. So, I'm thinking like something charged, looping maybe? or cycling, because it's kind of like a cycle. It's just going into itself. Okay, yeah. Cycle charging. Cycle charging. Oh, that's a good one. A loop charge. Loop charge. No, well, because loop kind of indicates to me that it's going back to where it was, which is not the same thing. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So maybe a better word would be cycle charge. Maybe cycle is better. Cycle charging. Okay. You found that? Mm-hmm. My All phone, right. I plugged it in the other day, and it was just cycle charging. Yeah, like well, I kind of cycle charged on it, so when I left, it was still at, like, 49. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I, that's all the time I want to spend on this segment. But yeah, yeah. It's just something quick. There's a new word. How about yeah. that? Cycle charging. Cycle charging, yeah. I'm sure to use it once a day. All right. Well... 
Thank you. That was a that was a good a good pilot episode. I believe so. To go on to talk line. Um Well, th- this is I'm Hunter. I'm Jared. Uh and I guess we're gonna put you guys on hold. See yes. you next time. Adios.